Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. It's Fergus, uh, but I'm not hosting this one. This is the preview show. Johnny invites some of his guests. On this one, he's got uh, Crayola Man, Dan, and Big Steve. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, the preview show. Uh, I am Johnny from the North Bank and today I am joined by Dan the Crayon Man and Steve, Big Steve. Um, Welcome to you to this podcast. It is a podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Thank you very much. As our tagline suggests... We are all Arsenal fans, and we do have our opinions, which we will convey over the next thirty minutes. All right, uh, Dan, welcome. Uh, is it your was it third podcast? Yeah, third. So f- first on the preview show, but uh, yeah, we've done done two with Fergus, and uh, yeah, looking forward to the next thirty minutes with, with both of you. I think. Yeah. I don't think I've been on one with Steve yet, so it's going to no, be good. No, this is the first time we've you know met over the interwebs. So well, looking forward to it. And let me uh, digitally introduce you to. Welcome, uh, Steve. Nice to see you again. Yeah, good. Good to be back, man. Good. Be, good to be there. Good to be back. Yeah. Now, uh, I'd just like to point out that um, we're recording this on Friday evening, about half past seven. So, any team updates in between now and kickoff? Obviously, we missed them. So, straight into it. Team news. The best thing I've read. Uh, in a little while, is Rob Holding is ready to play. Yes. Uh, are we excited uh, about the inclusion of Rob Holding against, let's say, the... Well, they are the bottom team in the league, but a lesser opposition? Absolutely, yeah. Much, much needed return, you know, for me uh, in regards to Holding. Absolutely superb before, you know, we got injured at, at United and uh, over by the touchline with Rashford. So, you know, delighted that he's back and, um, yeah, he'll definitely be pushing. I think Sunday's game will be um, maybe just slightly um, uh, too far for him, but it, it'll be back definitely in the next few weeks. Might try and ease him, easing him at the, the Forest game in the Carling Cup, I, th- I would yeah, imagine. I th- yeah, I think that's most likely. Uh, Steve, do, do, you th- do you think that uh, the next the next game against Forest and then we've obviously got... Uh, a couple of games after that, they're more likely to, for us to be seeing uh, these players coming back, including uh, Bellerin and Tierney, who are in full training now, uh, which is even better. So hopefully we'll be seeing them in mm. the uh, Europa League blooding in. Uh, what do you see, Steve, in um, it coming into this game against Watford? Um, do you think we're going to miss Lacazette? Um Against Watford, I mean, I, I, I mean, Lacazette's a vital player. I think any game that he's not playing, we're going to miss him. However, depending on how he's set up and if it means pushing or Aubameyang to the front, I don't think we'll miss Lacazette too much simply because Watford's defence are big lumps. They're not a pacey team. So if we can get Aubameyang, Pepe... Nelson, if he comes in running in behind, then I think we'll be fine. The only thing is we need that, I'm hoping, Sabaos plays and puts the balls through. If we don't play a system that suits 
suits the opposition, then we'll miss Lacazette more than if we don't. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I, I've always um, tried to highlight Lacazette's uh, other qualities than just putting the ball in the net. He, yeah. His hold-up play, hold play is probably the best. is phenomenal Brilliant. considering his size. Exactly. I mean, uh, one of the underrated qualities of Giroud was his hold-up play. Mm. He was the best player in the league with his back-to-goal holding up the ball. 100%. And, and Lacazette has got a similar skill set. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Dan, I don't know if you agree with me, uh, but one player we will not be missing uh, against Watford, because uh, we're expecting him not to play, is Xhaka, because he's got an Achilles injury. Um, so if Xhaka is missing, as we expect, who do you think is going to come uh, to sit in front of the back four? I think um, I think Torreira. I think Torreira be in uh, on Sunday to replace Xhaka. Uh, you might see Gundazi as well next to him. And yeah, again, I said that that posh like I did on the other on the yeah. other uh, podcast. But yeah, I would I would imagine them two will hold. Um, yeah, uh, and then uh, there'll be a front four in front of them just. Um, yeah, three behind Abamyang now that Lacazette's injured. Yeah, I personally, uh, as per the agenda, um, I think uh, we'll probably see Willock start uh, in celebration of his new long-term deal, which I'm very, very happy about. I don't know about mm. you guys. Yeah, well-deserved. Um, yeah, very much well-deserved. He only got his last deal in 2017, so this is definitely a reward for his... He's hard working in the summer in the early, his earliest part of the season. And, and, so yeah, and last right. season as well. I think yeah. last season as well, coming off the bench, playing, exactly. coming playing in the a final. part within the squad. Yeah, exactly. Came, it made a difference in the it, final. He looked really fantastic. good when he came on. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was a sign for our Arsenal fans to think, well, going into next season, he could be a real plus. And he started off the season well. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, were you saying, uh, Dan, you were saying about Torreira. But from what I've read, he's come back from the Uruguay uh, duty with a slight knock. Um, oh, is he? Yeah. Um, I think with him not really having a pre-season and not really having a rest, uh, and obviously in Italy he was used to having the winter break, I think it will be a good chance that he will probably miss out. Okay, yeah. I, I did see potentially had a slight injury, but I, he's definitely, I think he's in the squad. Um, I never too know, you know, when they come back, whether or not they're 100% fit. But um, yeah, look, I think, I think against the Spurs game, I think he come on, didn't he? And he kind of signaled to the bench as if, you know, I'm ready, I'm back. And mm. um, I think, I think he needs to play. I think we miss him, especially away from home, uh, digging in. And uh, if he, if he is fit, and hopefully he can shake, shake off the knock, I would definitely, definitely start him. For sure, yeah, I think he's he's he can probably make the difference, especially with um, their centre midfield. They've got uh, Decore in the middle there, so we're going to need someone. Yeah. Uh, he he drives forward, so we're going to need someone with the the intelligence to to make those tackles and intercept the ball um, and see him off. I think Gwendozi can do that very very well as well. That's why I'm thinking Willock and Gwendozi is probably the ideal in in the middle there. Um, obviously, uh, we were talking about Torreira being injured. Uh, another player that's injured, which is uh, who technically is on the books, uh, and uh, we've cunningly listed him in our Premier League squad. Uh, so he is uh, the young Saliba. 
he has been at London Colney this week um, uh, as part of his rehab for a groin injury. Uh, seeing as he's one of our players, it's fantastic to see some of the photo ops uh, of him at London Colney uh, sporting a number 17 shirt. Uh, but I think, Steve, you were saying that it's most likely that he's just, he's just picked up uh, the spare kit thrown to the ground by the Wolverhampton Wanderer. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I mean, I mean when, in the past when you've seen... Um, like Perez has come back for training or Henri's been training with us. Normally, if, if players come in, and I think Flamini um, came back to us, for, uh, I think, last year um, and was training with us, and they just tend to pick up whatever spare numbers going, I think. Um, I mean, they, he might he might well be, you know, jumping into the number 17 shirt when he comes back full-time next year, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, take up a new number if we don't strengthen in, in the centre-back role, especially now Koscielny and Elneny have vacated the six and the four. I think I think you're right. I think he's most likely going to be um, taking up a different number. Um, tradition, I mean, as a club, traditionally we do give certain numbers to mm. certain players. Uh, and usually the, the, the player that has the number 15 shirt is usually a midfield player with, with we have um, anointed with great promise. Um, Danielson didn't quite live up to it, but before that you had uh, Fabregas had it and, and so on. Ox. So Ox had uh, the Ox had it, it and he, he, he was one of the, one of the players that again was anointed with having such great promise. And now we've got Ainsley Maitland-Niles who again, exactly. great promise. Yeah. I, I didn't know that about the 15. I just, something I'd noticed, uh, and it's the same with, uh, a couple of other numbers, like the number 23 shirt as well. Um, and 17, even. And the 17 shirt, indeed. Um, one thing, it's funny you mentioned Maitland-Niles. Obviously, we're expecting him to play at right-back this week. Um, but in the coming weeks, we're expecting Bellerin to come back in and slot back into his place. It's mm-hmm. nice to see that, obviously, he's going to be given a... Uh, he's going to be pushed for the place by uh, Maitland-Niles and also potentially uh, Tierney who can quite comfortably play at right back. Mm. Uh, One um, article I was reading recently was saying uh, our likely lineup in the 24-25 season will probably see AMN in in, uh, an advanced role. And it got me thinking that once Bellerin comes back, uh, if you was going to rotate, uh, say if you're going to have Pepe up front alongside uh, Aubameyang or Lacazette or someone, you what, could 24, put... 25? No, I'm talking about this season. Oh, I was going to uh, say. Once Bellerin comes back, <laughs> um, you could actually see Maitland-Niles playing on that right side of midfield. Possibly. Because, mainly because you ha- he has a great, obviously going to have a greater appreciation for having someone track back. Mm-hmm. And he might actually do it, which is which would be fantastic. And being able to interchange with Bellerin is an exciting prospect in my mind. Mm, I think I think yeah, I agree with you there. But also, if we are tinkering like we have have seen a couple of times with a midfield three, if he does play in that midfield three and plays on the right hand side or the left hand side, then he's in a position. If we've got someone like Torreira that will sit in front of the four then having a midfielder that can 
you know, can drive the ball forward, but also track back and play in that area between the fullback and the centre back. Should Bellerin bomb forward, I think having him in a midfield three is is quite a because of his time at right back. I think is is also a good option to have. Yeah, definitely hold him in good stead in the, in, mm. the, in the future. Um, uh, Mr. Crayon, Mr. Crayola, <laughs> Dan. Do you know the story? You know the story behind this, Steve, and I guess. The- uh, oh, we, we we haven't got time because of how he came, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave that there. It's I think I was sweet. the one that pointed it out, actually. Anybody who's oh, unsure cheers. about the story, uh, please look at our back catalogue of when um, Dan came on to our main podcast. Absolutely. It's all there to be downloaded on all the platforms. Yeah. So, Dan, uh, looking ahead at the Watford game, of course, as that's what we're here for, uh, the likely formation and uh, lineups, we've kind of hinted at a few different positions. Uh, where what would be your lineup and uh, formation going into this game? Yeah, so so lineup: uh, Leno in goal, um, Maitland Niles, uh, Soc- Socrates, Louise, um, Kalasanach, Torreira, uh, and Gundazi, and then Pepe, Nelson, uh, Abamyang, and then I think. Salibos just in you know just just feeding feeding and being in the number ten. Can can I just butt in? I, on, I think we've finally found someone worse than Fergus with names. No, not not worse. <laughs> it's my Nobody posh accent. No, Salibos I try and um, I try and pronounce them as if within their within their nationality and it comes all wrong so i'm trying to be too clever for my own good here but uh, it sounds it yeah yeah but you know i think i think you'll you'll probably see that and actually you know you know the lacazette abamyang uh scenario is interesting you know when they both start yeah. because you know abamyang for me is not a winger so away from home we've been hmm. you know fairly poor uh and, and we definitely need balance definitely more away from home uh, Steve, uh, in terms of selection and, and lineup, where, where do you see things running against Watford? Um, I think I think like we've we've mentioned, I think Nelson will come in. Uh, I think Sabas will play behind Aubameyang, Pepe either side. But I think expect Pepe, Orber and Nelson all to interchange. Mm. Um, I do think Torreira will have a rest. Kalasnach is going to line up at left back. Unfortunately, I do think it's going to be Socrates and Louise. Although I do, I still think that we need to be, you know, give Chambers another shot. He had a very, very good game at Newcastle. Louise mm. has had a couple of weeks where he's, you know, produced a couple of blunders. You know, give 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 Chambers a run out. Give Chambers a run out, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Chambers would could do well uh, in this particular fixture. Uh, they do make a good point. Uh, and and he, Chambers he is good in the air. Game. Chambers is good in the air, I, I feel. so. And they've got some big lumps. Exactly. Uh, they can come up and give us a bit of uh, worry. But for that same reason, I have gone for a 4-2-3-1. Hmm. Uh, and having Leno, of course, Maitland-Niles, Socrates, Louise, Kolasinac. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting in front of them, uh, Willock and Gwendouzi. Yeah. Now, f- I have to qualify this in that I think Willock more than deserves a start, mm-hmm. uh, as this is, I would say, a Category C game, 
in t not just in tickets but also in stature. They are top bottom of the league, and I think it's a good good way for him to go up against someone like Decore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, other players. They've got a good. They've got a decent midfield, Watford. So it'll be a good test for them. And yeah. Gwendozy, he, he's after his last performance, he can't drop him. But we said that about Sabayos, and mm. we did. Yeah, and he, he, unfortunately. Yeah, because uh, we didn't drop him. He didn't play that well. But, you know, that's by the by. So I went through Willock and Gwendozy, and I think that they yeah, played really so. well with each other. Uh, and in front of them, Pepe and Nelson on the alternative wings. Ceballos sitting in behind Aubameyang pulling the strings. But I do feel like Gwendozy and Ceballos can switch places. All three of our mm. front three and our middle three, they could quite easily... Uh, change interchange very easily hmm. uh, and I, I do feel like we have got a very fluid tactician at the helm in uh, El Neni uh, El Neni? Emery. Uh, in Emery <laughs> God, I nearly did a Fergus sorry, I was thinking about Fergus and then I fucked up a name, it's just what happens um, but yeah I think tactically we've got the, the, the talent for people to change around in, in, in our squad hmm. and in that lineup I've just uh, set out there I think we could quite easily play three or four different formations yeah exact very very easily um right so that's the lineups uh let's look at the opposition uh now on, on our agenda that I sent out to you guys I've, I've prefaced this as Watford without the man we love to hate and we all know who that is and that's <laughs> Troy Deeney He's out with an injury for a few months. He's going to have uh, surgery on a knee, I think. And um, I remember in the North Bank at the home game last year, we was all calling him a fat Stefan. <laughs> and it turns out he's got a, he's got a rocking six pack, so we've got to give him that. So we just called him a Stefan straight up. Yeah. And we he all is, still he think is he is. He is a lump. Um, so they're without their talisman, their captain. Uh, I think that will... Uh, weaken them a little bit in terms of drive. Uh, See, I don't. I only say that because they've lost their manager, and obviously that is another mm -hmm. point we need to come in on. That they're not getting a, a, a totally alien manager. They've got a manager coming in who has been there before. Say the other season, two seasons. But they've had a lot of yeah, exactly. They've got a lot of player turnovers. They've got a lot of good players that have come in. One of which is Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck's obviously, he's hopped the fence over to uh, Watford. <laughs> quite literally, um, yeah. He quite literally hopped the fence, as some people will know. At uh, London Colney, we, uh, our literal neighbour, who on the other side of the fence, is Watford's training ground. Um, and uh, a lot of people will, will know that um, they, we often have to kick their balls back. <laughs> so Danny Welbeck being back, um, I I I think he'll get a good good reception from the away fans. I hope mm. he does. Um, he he deserves it to be honest. And and you know he saved a bit of money in moving house, obviously. <laughs> or not moving house. Or not moving house. Uh, Dan, coming to you, mate. Um, do you think we're going to see Danny Welbeck line up against us? Do you think he's going to get his first start? Um, in the Premier League for Watford against his old club. Yeah, I think he will. I think, you know, there's, there's a couple of interesting uh, subplots here as well with a new manager coming in. 
um, and, and Welbeck adds to that as well. Um, I think with no Dini up top, um, yeah, and we've seen over the years strikers come back to haunt their old club. So I actually think Welbeck will start, yeah. Um, All right. Give uh, give the back four a run for their money. You know, try and play on uh, Louise and, um, yeah, try and tempt him into giving away fouls. And, you know, Watford like to get balls in the box. You know, they're quite a physical side at times. And, you know, I think they'll be looking to, to draw fouls and get throw plenty of men in the box. Steve, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think without... Without Dini, I think he will start, and they'll probably play a two. They'll probably play two strikers up against uh, Socrates, and it's probably Luis. Um, I think they'll probably go with Gray, who is a pace man, and Welbeck will, you know, use his physicality and lay the ball off. I mean, I don't think we've got. I, I with no disrespect to Danny Welbeck, I don't think we've got to worry about him scoring some bangers. But um, he he will do what Danny Welbeck does, and that's cause issues all day long for the opposition centre-backs. I think you're right. I think it's um, insight into the way we play. And obviously he was around the whole of last season. Um, I think that's going to be invaluable. Um, Mm. Now going into this game, he's not going to be their only danger man. Um, Obviously, I've spoken on the main podcast about uh, a player we came up against in the European games um one of which i went to france to see and that's ishmael assar who's been signed from rennes now mm-hmm. he's a big money signing he's very very good in my opinion yeah i agree absolutely mm-hmm. yeah home and away against him he was he was fantastic and uh he, he'll be a threat do you think he'll start uh i don't know uh to be honest the, the, uh, the only person in in the list of um Danger man, I, I I can see starting is Delafeu. Um, mm. He's been yeah. electric since he signed permanently. Um, he's definitely someone we need to keep an eye on. Um, Perea as well, and Decore is uh, engine room of their whole team. Mm. And obviously they've got the ex Spud in the middle. Uh, was it Bentaleb? If he, I don't know if he's still there. Uh, did they have very well last not, not sure. They have They're Will Kukui. Hughes. I know they have Will Hughes Will floating Hughes about. Kukue um, is the ex. That's it. That's, that's the one. Yeah. They're all the same kind of horrible scumbags. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so they are, they're not toothless. Um, they have got some decent players up front. So we can't um, underestimate them. Um, however... They do have a new manager. We did touch on it earlier. Um, yeah, everybody's saying it at the moment. It always seems like they sack a sack their uh, guy just before they play us because they need the boost to beat the mighty Arsenal. That's why. Right. So that's the game taken care of. We've actually got a uh, uh, a question from our Facebook from Mark Partridge. Uh, Lacquer out. Do we do a four four two, or do we go for a four four two, or does Ozil start and hopefully earn some of his grotesque wages? Ooh. Or I think I'll come to you, Steve, because I think uh, Dan's battery just died. So, mm. um, no, we do not want Ozil starting away at Watford. We've touched mm-hmm. on the subject a few times. They're a team full of big lumps. 
Ozil, big lumps, don't really go together. Ozil and small lumps don't really go together. Um, I would opt against going with a with a with a two, simply because the forwards that we have now without Lacazette, Pepe, Aubameyang, Nelson, even if Martinelli's around, they're all very similar players. Mm. So having two similar players up against two centre halves, you know, it's they're going to know what to do. If you've got three players, all of similar nature, all coming in between them, it's going to cause issues. So I would stick with having either, you know, as you say, four, two, three, one with the, mm-hmm. the two behind Aubameyang pushing up, you know, making it essentially a three. Um, I would, I would go with that and no, leave Ozil, Ozil out. If he, if he is going to play, bring him on off the bench. Like, you know, don't, don't have him there. Yeah, I agree. I think the only place he's going to be is on the bench mm. uh, and on the posters of the sponsors, and that's about it. Mm. Um, I, I, none, I mean, it's funny uh, we're we're talking about Ozil, but not one of us mentioned him when we were talking about the likely lineups. I, I, I think I think not only is that because you know he is the Invisible Man, um, but I I even even last year. Um, when he was in and out of the side, I don't think up against Watford away is the sort of game to play to play Ozil. I don't think he suits, you know. I mean, in terms of picking a pass with the three forwards and having them running behind, yeah, that could work. But I think you have to have if you're if you're playing essentially a four three three four two three one, you've got to have three capable midfielders that can stand up against the physicality. You've got to have three runners. So I think Sabios will. I think Sabios will be tested. He hasn't. I mean, he did. He did well against Burnley, actually. So yeah, I, I think there's a reason we didn't mention Özil. Yeah, because we don't need him. Yeah, but that's quite a frankly. discussion for another podcast. Mm. Uh, so thank you, Mister Partridge. So to the important stuff, uh, the prediction league update, and uh, the convict as everybody knows him uh, fondly now, uh, which is um, Mad Max. our Australian friend, Max, uh, from the Arse Bros podcast. Uh, he is absolutely storming ahead in the league at the moment, uh, with only a few games gone. He is, uh, I think he's gone 10 points, mm. uh, which is ridiculous. He's just a such a jammy bastard. Anyway, yeah, he's on 10 points, and behind him is Scunny Mike on 5, so there's a, there's a Man City to Arsenal chasm there in the league, that's first and second. Um, and then Fergus, Manny and myself are on 4 points, Trev and yourself Big Steve are on 2 points, yep. Potsy is on 1 point. And the Boston Ozil is on nil point. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You need to do better than that. Go on. It's going. It's going. There, it's going uh, mm. Boston Ozil. Mike from the other side of the pond. You need to do better, my son. Yeah. You're just lucky that you didn't get a minus one point like, uh, like Fergus <laughs> wanted to do for not giving me the actual predictions. Anyway, so... Uh, we hope that the convict does not win any more points this weekend. 
Um, well, I can't because I want I want to win. I want to win. I want to. We got to win. Uh, yeah. So in terms of predictions, um, Steve, what was your prediction? Uh, I'm saying three one to us this weekend. Oh, you did a Manny. Oh, okay. I think everyone did a three one this week. No, no, no. Only you and Fergus did a Manny. Did did I, even Manny didn't do a Manny? Did no? Didn't Trev say three one this week? No, he said no. He didn't. No, he, uh, Trev said three nil. Ah, okay. Yeah. You so know, I, Manny, I think, I think three Manny one. didn't do a Manny. He 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 went and did a one one. Um, he's the only one that predicted a draw. Uh, I, myself, uh, Scunny Mike, and Potsy all said two uh, one to the Arsenal. Uh. I think that personally, obviously, that's what I picked. I think it's going to be about like that. It's going to be close, um, and I think they've just got a bit of firepower that might we might slip one in at the end. Consolation goal. Um, so that's it. That is our prediction league done. Uh, that is our preview show done for the week. I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, remember to like. And share us on all of the platforms. We're on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, and now on YouTube. So um, if you don't aren't already aware, we'll be uploading all of our podcasts onto YouTube now. Uh, so you ha- can have that conveniently uh, on all of your smart devices. So um, remember, this is uh, the Guns and Yellow Ribbons for Arsenal fans, by Arsenal fans. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Steve. And thank you, Dan. That has been the match preview show for the Watford versus Arsenal game. Um, The main show will be on YouTube. We will be on uh, YouTube and also on Facebook. So if you like what we do, uh, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Our video uh, weekly podcast will go out on there. Um, really do appreciate you following us and uh, listening to what we do. Um, thanks very much. Uh, remember, this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. I do hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks very much. Good night. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons and remember to rate and review us too.